0: It's time to start talking some NBA playoffs on the island as the 2023 NBA playoff matchups are set and are going to get underway this weekend. We're going to talk Eastern playoffs, Western playoffs, go through all the play in and first round playoff matchups. We'll also talk some of our season awards for MVP, Depoy, Rookie of the Year, Sixth Man, Most Improved and Coach of the Year. So keep locked. we got a lot of playoff content coming your way. And don't forget to give Baller Island a follow on Instagram and Twitter for more sports news and analysis. It's that time of year again, friends. It is April, and we are headed into the NBA playoffs for 2023. The playing tournament has begun tonight. We got the Heat and the Hawks underway. We'll have that game going on while we're doing the pods. So we'll have a little live reaction. From that as well, but then we'll talk first-round playoff matchups. We'll get into some of the awards for this season as well. B, you know, so one of your favorite times a year, my guy. And I know you're watching this Heat Hawks game closely, as the winner will take on your Boston Celtics in round one.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, I, I've early in the year I was kind of worried about playing Miami and kind of watching this matchup, um, but towards the later of the year. I- man, I'm chilling. I don't care who we play in the first round. I feel good about my squad headed in.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, that's fair. I mean, when you look at that, it's. I kind of feel that way too. I mean, when we delve, we dive into that to the that series, we can talk a little bit more about that. But I, I kind of feel the same way you do. I don't think anybody's really on Miami thus far, and they're they're trailing Atlanta at the end of one as well. Um, where do you want to start, east or west?
1: I mean, the East. The, the East has the ah shoot. I don't even know. Right, let's start West.
0: Let's start West. Alrighty, we start playing tournament. We got so after all, the, all that this team has been through this season, the Los Angeles Lakers find themselves in the play, and I'm not gonna. Lie, I'm kind of surprised. Like, I'm kind of shocked that they're actually here, but here they are. One win away from getting a date with John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies. If they can take down the Timberwolves tonight at Staples Center. And then you got the Pelicans against the Thunder. The Thunder, I think, is quite a surprise for some people that they're actually in the play-in tournament. I think, obviously, the biggest disappointment, like we talked about last week, no Dallas Mavericks in the playoff field. Um, I'll be honest, other than the Lakers, not, I don't feel like there's much to talk about. I don't see any of these teams doing much damage, including the Lakers, okay. to be honest. Maybe the no, Lakers, but...
1: Hold on, I've gone 180 on the Lakers, man. I think the Lakers are for real. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I like their moves at the deadline, but now that we've seen Anthony Davis healthy for like three months now, I think since he's been healthy, they're like 31 and 11 or something ridiculous like that. So the Lakers are for real. Um, as long as AD is healthy. And I think uh, they, they can beat Memphis in the first round if they get that matchup.
0: I agree. And that's kind of what I was thinking. And when I look at the Western Conference, I see some upsets. And when I look at the East, I don't see as many upsets. I see maybe one possibility for an upset, and that's it, in the first round. The West? That's not the case. And we've been talking about it all year long when you have Two of the three top seeds in the West that are very young and inexperienced. And when you have a veteran team like the Lakers and a veteran team like the Warriors, also two teams that have won championships recently, you know, it's going to be a tall task for some of these young teams. And I'm with you. I don't think it's far-fetched that the Lakers take down the Grizzlies in the first round. I'm actually kind of heading that direction, to be honest. Warriors and the Kings, Warriors might just be the favorite in that series.
1: Oh, they are. Yeah, they are. The odds are already out, man. Um, but I want to stay here real quick because that Tim—we got to talk a little about about the Timberwolves drama. Um,
0: oh, with the Gobert thing. I'll be honest. I didn't. I don't know too much into that. Okay, so
1: what happened? But I mean, Nasri, who one of the best reserves in the league. Not going to be playing in tomorrow's, not going to be playing in tonight's game against the Lakers. Then Gobert punches Kyle Anderson. Honestly, one of the most random things I've ever seen because Kyle Anderson is like, bro, who beefs Kyle Anderson? Gobert gets suspended. He's not playing in- And then Jay Din McDaniels punches the wall and random. He's not going to be playing in this game. And he, in my opinion, I think is going to be one of. Top two teams in all defense. So now you're missing three big time in Minnesota. Um, they just shot themselves in the foot. I can't believe um, they, they got no chance of beating in the Lakers without those three guys. Um, and super, super, super Timberwolvesy, man. Like, this is how your season is going to end. Um, a dude punching the wall after two fouls, breaking his hand. Gobert beefing and Kyle Anderson, of all people. Like, it's just so random, man. I, I can't even
0: believe it. The wool uh, I was just about to say that, too. I'm not surprised at all. Like, the Timberwolves, the word to kind of describe them, they're immature. And I think last year kind of just, I mean, last year really just showed their true colors straight out the gate, to be honest, with the whole, whole Patrick Beverly thing after they won their play-in game. Like, they're just they're not a very mature team. And we've said that for a while. And it's funny because we said earlier in the season, we're like Pat Bev's no longer there. They need an actual leader. And then Gobert comes in. I said it early in the season. I'm like, I don't know how much of a leader Rudy Gobert is considering he's coming from a culture in Utah where they didn't really do anything. Like they constantly had expectations and didn't really do anything about them. Minnesota, is a team in a franchise doesn't have much expectations on them. They haven't really done anything in a really long time. It's, it's not really clicking. And now you're facing a Laker team that, like you said, they've caught fire and they have, you know, who on the other side of the court and LeBron James, who's now back in the playoffs, you know, this dude's going to be, is going to have a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. I mean, it wasn't too long ago. We were saying, Oh, Bron got his record. He's done for the year. Lakers are gonna tank again, and it's all all bro- All hell break loose for the Lakers. Now here we are, one win away from making the playoffs.
1: <clears throat> I mean that. I mean, I thought Mike Conley halfway through the year. Mike Conley was amazing for them. I really thought him. He he just made Anthony Edwards so much better. And I hope we get. Um, a nice Anthony Edwards performance on the big stage today because that dude True. is quickly becoming one of my favorite players in the league. Um, besides that, though, I think the Lakers, man. I mean, I don't know why. Like, there's a lot of good teams in the West, but I think the Lakers could honestly run the table, and I would not even be—I would be shocked. Yeah, I'm kind of believing into it now because they got the depth they have before Malik Beasley. They got Vanderbilt. D'Lo, Austin Reeves turned himself into a nice role player, and again, Anthony Davis. When that dude is healthy, right up there, top five, maybe top, maybe top five in the league. Um, the problem for me with the Lakers is: Are we going to trust LeBron at this age? Are we going to trust Anthony Davis at this to stay healthy for ten straight weeks? That's the biggest question mark. Ten straight weeks of health, can you give me? I don't see that. Make that's a, a, why I would
0: be shocked. should make should make a bet on that. Imagine imagine how much you would make if that if if that was an actual bet.
1: That's the that's what well, that's basically betting on the Lakers not to to do anything because they're not doing anything if those guys aren't healthy.
0: They're not, but the fact that like LeBron and AD playing for ten weeks straight like that almost sounds insane. Because, like, they're that injury prone, especially AD, let alone LeBron. Like, I, if I had to bet on it, Le- LeBron is probably more likely to stay more healthier than AD, especially in the playoffs. But, like, if one of those two goes down, which I won't be surprised if it does, then, yeah, it's a it's a wrap. But, obviously, but, like, that's how it is every year, though, B. We've been saying this for, like, the last, this is the, the third time we're not breaking down the NBA playoffs on this podcast. I, we've said it every time the Lakers have been in it. If LeBron and AD are healthy, it's always a big if. If they're healthy, so we'll see what happens. But yeah, I like the Lakers over the Wolves. I like the Pelicans over the Thunder. And then honestly, I like the Pelicans over the Timberwolves to get the eight seed. Yeah,
1: I mean the Pelicans and Thunder both been on fire. I mean the Pelicans specifically been on fire recently. I and mean, Ingram playing out of his mind. I'm I'm taking the Thunder in that one. I think the Thunder squeeze in and get the eight spot because. Um, it's just, I feel like it's just a weird team to play with. SGA might be on some people's ballots for MVP. Like he's been, and if I have one game to win, I want the best player on my team. I want the best player in the whole game. And SGA, in any of these games he's going to play, unless it's against the Lakers, will be the best player on the court. So uh, I like the Thunder to squeeze in today, and I got the Lakers at the seven.
0: Yeah, man. No, I got the same year, and that's what. And then as we get into the series, so obviously we don't know who's playing the number one seed as of right now. But I like Denver against whoever they play. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm assuming as of right now, I picked the Pelicans. So I'm going to take the Pelicans and I like the Nuggets sweeping the Pelicans in the first round.
1: Yeah, I would have them sweep in the Thunder as well. So, I mean, it doesn't really matter.
0: Yeah, I agree. I don't think it matters. I think the Nuggets cruise through the first round. But anything after that, it's fair game. Like, I don't think that like the Nuggets might be the number one seed. But it's it's fair game after that. They got round one, but anything after that, man, I I don't know. I don't know about that with them. But I got them taken down. Whoever they've played in the eight seed, I got the Pelicans. But it's a four zero. Then I think it looks like we're both on the same page with this Memphis Lakers potential series in the first round. It looks like we're both kind of on the same page here. We both like LA. I
1: don't know yet, man. It's a tough. See LA winning this one. Um, but there's no way I'm picking the Lakers. <laughs> like, like I'm picking the Grizzlies, um, and I think the Grizzlies will win in six. Um, but I could definitely see a world in when the Lakers make a run. But no, there's no way I'm picking the Lakers.
0: Damn the way the way you hype that up! I honestly thought Well, yo, really I've in been that saying I've been saying
1: all year. I think the Grizzlies are really good. That like from the jump, you're when we first brought up NBA, and you're like. Can the Grizzlies make it the Western Conference Finals? I'm like, yes. They're like one of my top two favorite teams to make the Western Conference Finals. So I've been on the Grizzlies. Like I, I probably overrate the Grizzlies um, more than anybody else. So there's mm. that.
0: <laughs> the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies, man. They're. I'm with you. Like they're crazy talented. The Jackson Anthony Davis is like a perfect matchup. It, it would be a really entertaining series because you no. Know, we know what the Grizzlies are like and we know that they kind of come across as like kind of arrogant and kind of cocky and they talk a lot of shit. But the Lakers, like, you got to know, like, you got AD and LeBron on the other side. It's like, you got to watch who you who you talk to like that. Like, last year, it was the Timberwolves. Like, we just talked about the Timberwolves. The Timberwolves are immature. They're two inexperienced, immature teams going at it. It was expected to go the way that it did. This time, it's like, You got to come every night and you got to show up because you're playing against two of the best in the game. I know they're older. The Lakers aren't exactly the the greatest, you know, a great team, but they're catching fire and they have veteran experience, something the Grizzlies do not. They have championship experience, something the Grizzlies do not. Having said that, you know what this reminds me of me? This reminds me a lot of that Suns-Lakers series two years ago. Where I said the exact same thing. And I also predicted the Lakers to beat the Suns in that series as well. And I said it for the exact same reason. That the Lakers have the veteran experience and the Suns did not have that experience. And you know what the Phoenix Suns did that season? They went to the NBA Finals. So I'm with you. I can see a world where Memphis goes the distance. And I can also see a world where the Lakers go the distance past the first round, and maybe even beyond. I'm going to take the Lakers in six here, though. I'll just, I I like the veteran experience. I think I think the Grizzlies are super talented, very talented. They're the better team here. But that veteran experience for the Lakers, I think, will just come through against the Grizzlies.
1: Here's where I'm with this. So, one, I think the Grizzlies have one of the five best home court advantages. Um, and normally, if you're a younger team playing against LeBron in AD, I mean it's normal to be a little intimidated. I mean, I know Memphis is not scared at all. God, like they're no. not even they're not even thinking about them, right? Definitely Dylan Brooks not. is gonna harass, hack the hell out of LeBron, do every dirty little thing in the world on LeBron. Jaron Jackson, probably defensive player of the year, guarding Anthony Davis. That's a beautiful matchup to me. And then on the other side, I'm like, who who is gonna be guarding Ja? Because Last last season, we saw the Grizzlies in the Western Conference Finals against Golden State. Or, I mean, not the Western Conference Finals, but that, that series against Golden State. I thought Memphis was ready to win that series before Ja got hurt. He was going ridiculous. That series was as close as it could get with Ja in that. And I feel like this is Ja's um, – he's like, I, I got hurt in that one. This is what I've been waiting all year for my chance to really get some play trying to make a run in the postseason. So, I feel like Jaw's going to go absolutely ridiculous in this in this round. I can't see who's going to go. um especially now Jaren Jackson is going to be pulling out AD a little bit to the three-point line. Not going to be any rim protection in there. I feel like Jaw's going to have highlight after highlight down there. Um so I got I got Grizzlies in 6.
0: You already know what's going to happen. Like you literally just drew it up as if so you could guess who's going to end up guarding Jaw. Jaw's going to go crazy in game 1. He's going to drop like 30, 40 points. Lakers are going to be like, what the hell? What do we do? And then from there on forward, Bron's going to be like, I'm going to take there's care no of it.
1: There's no way, bro.
0: No I'm not saying he's going to do anything. I'm just saying if there's nobody else who's going to guard, him. No, no, you, no you, think you So you think he's not going to try LeBron, and do anything when, about it? Have you ever seen
1: LeBron guard the best player on another team? What? No way he's going to guard. At this age, he's going to get embarrassed. If anybody, it's gonna be That's fair enough. it's gonna be Vanderbilt or Malik Beasley. They're gonna throw a bunch of guys on him. but LeBron, absolutely not. There's no okay. LeBron hasn't played defense in five years, and now okay, you're gonna want him enough. to play play guard the best player and score thirty five and eight and eight. Yeah, like, fair there's, enough. There's no fair way.
0: Enough. Um, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, this this series really could go either way. I Actually. This would be a pretty fun series to watch. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, not yeah. gonna lie to you. And they're
1: gonna they're gonna get into some shadow matches too. And it's gonna be a lot oh, of yeah. drama.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If there's any like series where there's gonna be some there's gonna be some some drama and there's gonna be a lot of talking, it's gonna be this one. Um Warriors Kings. You know, th- this is another series a lot of people are kinda hyping up right now. Cause you have you got this like if there's a a David versus Goliath matchup in the first round in the NBA playoffs, it's got to be this one. Now, even though the Kings are the three seed and the Kings have home court advantage in this series, it's still... You, you got a you team in a franchise that's making the playoffs, playing their first home playoff game in 16 years against the Golden State Warriors, who have been the latest and most recent NBA dynasty. So... I think you got, you, like, would you agree or not with, with, with that statement of this being a David vs. Goliath matchup?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit different, though, because Golden State has been pretty crap all year. Oh,
0: I just thought of something. I just thought of something, B. I didn't even think of this before until now. We're deepen into it. This series is going to be way more interesting than I thought. Mike Brown is coaching yeah. against his former team? Yo, I literally just took that in. Yeah. Okay, never mind. This, this series is going to be more crazy than I thought. Yeah, but what is...
1: Tell you how to guard Steph? Like, he ain't going to do that.
0: No, like... They're not, like no, like, I'm, I, I got Warriors in six here. Like, I, I don't think he's going to do anything. But it's, it, it makes it more intriguing, though, right? Like, you got someone who knows the squad inside and out.
1: The Warriors, too. And I feel like they've been crap all year. But you got a healthy... Or you got Wiggins finally joining the team. Clay's, I think, had his best year since he got hurt. And then Gary Payton coming back in the mix. I mean, I feel like Sabonis and De'Aaron Fox are going to make, you know, a couple of those All NBA, like so good this year. Um, so I like that Gary Payton De'Aaron Fox matchup. I can't wait for that. And then I hope, I honestly, I don't care if the Warriors win this. I hope Sabonis torches Draymond Green. Like, I hope he kills him. And that's the type of big that will destroy Draymond Green because Draymond Green, you know, he's just smarter than everybody else. He likes to rough it up a little bit. But Sabonis is a big boy. And he can pass the ball. I feel like that is the worst matchup possible for Draymond Green to guard. And I hope Sabonis feasts on him. If Sacramento wins any games, it's because Sabonis is 20, 20, and 10, like every single game against their team that has – no centers. It's Draymond, and I mean Kayvon Looney, and who else? I mean, it's nothing. He should be able to feast, and I, I hope he does, man, because I love that dude.
0: Oh yeah, no, Sabonis is awesome. You know me, I, I'm a big fan of him. I, I do think so. Yeah, he, he could, he could definitely cause some havoc, especially against Draymond Green. Like Sacramento, like I said, they are super talented. Like I, they did not. Just make the playoffs off of fluke. Like, this is is a very good team that they have on their hands. And, again, you got Harrison Barnes on the other side, too, another ex-Warrior as well. But De'Aaron Fox, him making his playoff debut, Malik Monk playoff debut, Davion Mitchell, Keegan Murray, Sabonis. Like, these are all young guys, super talented. This is going to be one of those series where I think the Kings might end up tying it up it might be like a 2-2 at the end of four, and we're like, whoa, we got a series. But I just I can't see the Kings closing they, out this word. They it's-
1: need to win game one. If they if they lose game one with all that hype, I mean, it's, they got no chance.
0: Oh, 100%. 100% but e- e- even if they win game one, I still don't think. I still. Don't oh, no, no. Know I'm saying
1: like a chance if they win game one. If they lose game one at home, In that sold-out arena, I mean, their confidence is going to be shot. I mean, and and they win that game, they're like, oh, we can beat these guys a little bit. I mean, I think it'll be a little bit more competitive um, if they do so. Otherwise, it might just go down in five. Uh, But I think the Warriors Warriors are going to win this series, man. I mean, if the Kings – the Kings, we know the Kings have, like, the best offense of all time or whatever. If they could play any defense at all a bit more seriously – but mm. you can't play any defense against. We have seen the Warriors just dropped fifty five points in the first quarter yesterday against Portland. Dropped like one hundred and fifty seven. They can turn that. They can turn that up whenever they want. And you're not gonna. You're gonna want to play a game where you're outscoring Golden State.
0: Good luck, man. Yeah, like you're gonna have to, right? If you want to go toe to toe with the Warriors, like you're gonna need to have like a an ultra crazy shooting day. But I, man, like you just. As long as the Warriors are healthy, man, I'm not picking against them. Like, come on now. Like, this team, like, they showed what they can do. I know the Kings, like, they're talented. This is great for them, though. You're getting some quality playoff experience. In Mike Brown's first season, the fact that you got them to the playoffs, you broke, you know, one of the longest streets and longest streaks in pro sports. That's huge for, 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 for your first season. Now you get playoff experience, not just against anybody. But against the Golden State Warriors with Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, Draymond on the other side, this is going to be big time experience for the Sacramento Kings. But God, no, I'm not picking them in this. I'm taking the Warriors in six. Yeah, I got the same. Yeah. And then that would bring us to the 4-5 matchup, which I got to say, this has got to be the best matchup of the first round. I know we hyped up that Lakers-Grizzlies series. That's going to be a fun one if that ends up happening. Um, warriors Kings should be fun we just talked about that one but lord have mercy when you got Kawhi and paul george on one side going up against katie booker crisp chris paul in the first round monty against tyloo this this is not a first round matchup man this is this is like western conference finals type matchup that we're getting in round one this matchup should be nuts
1: yeah, I mean, we don't really know what, uh, what they're saying on Paul George yet. Um, Are we still not I back? Think, no, no, no. I think he should be there for the first. Um, regardless, I mean, he, I had a hot take. I was actually talking about this with a friend today. Um, I really want the Clippers to win this series. And I don't think a lot of – I think everybody I know is picking Phoenix um, to come out the West. And, you know, I've been on a strict no way they're coming mm-hmm. out the West. Um KD's played eight games with them. I just, like, that. I can't see it. But their downfall is going to be Chris Paul, man. I think Chris Paul's been really bad this year. He just can't shoot anymore. He doesn't shoot. And my hot take in this one is Westbrook is going to outplay Chris Paul.
0: Sheesh. Sheesh, bro. This is definitely russell westbrook's time to shine because obviously we know all the hate that he's got all the hate that he had when he went to the lakers now he's got a chance in the postseason to really make a name for himself for the la clippers i think so i mean chris paul we know we, what we've seen like speaking of guys who can't stay healthy i mean i mean cp cp3 like can't stay healthy for the life of them but i gotta say man like this is a toss-up for me, man. I'm going back and forth on who I want to pick in this series, and I might actually switch up my pick. Like I, I'm saying Phoenix in seven right now, but I have a feeling at the end of this pot, I might just talk myself into the Clippers and end up winning this one in seven. Like they, they got they got too much depth everywhere on this team. But soon, if Paul George comes back, Eric Gordon, Kawhi, Terrence Man, Marcus Morris, Norman Powell, Russ Zubats, like they... They got dudes everywhere, man. And then on top of that, Ty Lue in the playoffs with a healthy Kawhi Leonard this time around. The Clippers are dangerous, man. If we get... And this is, this is what I mean is... If the Suns... And I said this earlier with, with KD. If the Suns get hot at the right time and they get rolling, the Suns can play till June. But you could say the exact same thing about the Clippers. If Kawhi is healthy and the Clippers catch fire, they can play till June. And I stick by I stick by what I said earlier about Suns, Clippers, or Warriors. I think one of those teams, one of those teams is coming out of the West.
1: Yeah, that's, those are the three favorites um, to come out the West. I mean, Memphis, I could see, but I would agree that these are the three favorites. Denver, whatever, I don't really care, but... I think, I mean, remember the last time we saw Kawhi in the postseason? Before he got hurt, he was going crazy. Mm-hmm. When he got hurt, George was going crazy. So, those two finally got a chip on We already know what's what does.
0: And who is that against? The Phoenix Suns.
1: Anyways, but... I think Phoenix. Think about how everybody was talking about Brooklyn last year against Boston. Oh, it's a crazy first round matchup that's going to go seven. <laughs> killed on both ends. Like it was. There was not a single person that watched that series and back series. Everybody was Tatum is passive What makes me think that after seeing that, I think Kawhi's is going to guard him. He's going to strip him. He's going to – Kawhi, we're going to have a vintage Kawhi because what we saw last time in the playoffs, before he got hurt, he was going retarded. He was going ballistic.
0: Yeah. No, I think so too, man. Like, KD in the playoffs, like, he hasn't – he he hasn't really done anything since he was with Golden State. Like, we all thought he was going to have this big comeback with Brooklyn. They're going to come back. They're going to make a run. They're going to represent the East. And they couldn't even get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Now, you're with Phoenix. But like I said, they got a tough matchup against Kawhi and the LA Clippers in this round. And I just think... I, I, I think I am going to talk myself into this, man. I think the Clippers have the, the better depth. I'm taking. I think the Clippers have the better depth here. And... I can't go against Kawhi, man, when he's healthy and if he's on. And like you said, that's a good call about the he's going to play with a chip on his shoulder because he did not get a chance to play in that Western Conference finals against the Phoenix Suns. And I think a lot of us can agree that if he was, the Clippers would have been playing the Bucs in the NBA finals in 2021. But it was the Phoenix Suns without any disrespect to the Phoenix Suns. But hey, man. We're going to find out. We're going to see what happens in uh, in this series. But I, I think I am going to lean the other way here. I'm going to say Clips in 7.
1: I think Chris Paul is going to have a really bad series. Paul George is going to deal with Booker. Like, they have enough guys. Everybody's really even going to be on Chris Paul. They're going to make Chris Paul. Everybody being concerned with Booker. Katie but they're gonna try and make all the long. Um, so that that will be interesting. and also. We're talking about the Clippers' depth. We're relying on Terrence Ross. to hit a couple threes. A Kogi. We're not talking about anybody. Campaigns. None of these guys are gonna. One dude on your bench to give you one game in a series, and I can't see it from Phoenix.
0: Yeah, man. It's, this one's going to be back and forth. Like, when you talk about star power, the amount of star power in this first-round matchup is just absolutely nuts. That's why I kind of looked at this matchup, and I'm like, this is, this is not a first-round matchup. This is a, this is a Western Conference Finals matchup on paper. Like, this, is, this one's going to be nuts, but it's kind of crazy that I've, I've predicted this 5 6 and 7 in upsets in the western conference i think if there's any conference where there's going to be an upset it's going to be the western conference kalea's going off for miami and that's about it cuz miami's getting run out the gym right now um as we head over to the eastern conference but yeah that should be that should be a fun series man the west got some fun series other than that 1 8 matchup the other 3 should be really good but that clippers suns matchups going to be must watch tv
1: yeah that um in the league. I mean, I think the the West first round series are gonna be pretty entertaining.
0: Agreed. Hundred percent agree. And then moving over to the east, like I just mentioned, right now, I I'm I, I'm thinking the Hawks are gonna end up playing your Celtics, knowing they're literally running Miami out the gym right now. They're up sixty three, forty eight, twenty seconds till half. I mean, that's pretty much a wrap at this point, unless Miami makes a heck of a comeback in the second half. They're but...
1: at thirteen. That's not crazy.
0: No, it's not good. They were down more a second ago. They're on a 9-0 run right now. But but I picked Miami to win this game, but I don't know how that's going to go in the end there. And then I took the Raps over the Bulls, and I had the Heat at the 7 and the Raps at the 8. But both of them are done in 5 in the first round.
1: I think the Raps are going to lose to Chicago. Oh, Um, Lord. Because since Chicago got Pat Bev... um, they're playing, they've been playing kind of nice. They've been playing with – Toronto just doesn't look like they want to be here. We're already hearing Nick Nurse rumors. I feel like they already got their, their bags packed for, for summer vacation. You know what I mean? Like, I, they, they don't want to be – I feel like they don't want to play more games anymore. Uh, Nick Nurse is going to other teams. I feel like they packed it in. Meanwhile, uh, Chicago's got some motives. So, Patrick Beverly's so always going to compete. And I DeRozan DeRozan back. You know, I don't know, I just I think Chicago's going to get in. Um, but instead of going like I mean series by series, I think we're all taking the favorites in here.
0: Yes, I think yep.
1: the Cleveland New York series is going to be super fun. That is going to be agreed. Uh, I mean, I feel like a lot of basketball fans aren't going to like watching that series, but I am going to be all over that series. It's going be eight to ninety seven, like just lo- all the games are going to be under a 100 away
0: for that one. I'm hundred percent with you, man. That's a, that's a heck of an entertaining series. It's not like when I look at the West and I see a lot of inexperienced, high-seated teams. This one is different because Cleveland, as much as they don't have a ton of playoff experience, like last year they should have, but then they dipped all the way into the plane and then they lost in in the playing tournament to Brooklyn. The Knicks. Missed it last year, but they got some quality playoff experience the year before that. And now they're back and they're a little bit better this time around. So it's basically almost like a redemption series for both of these teams, if you know what I'm saying. Like the Knicks had a chance. They blew it. They lost to the Hawks in 2021. But that was like, you know, the Knicks are back kind of series. Cleveland last year, they were like, this is the Cleveland we're back season, right? The first time without LeBron that they're actually doing good. And they kind of dipped out of the playoffs. Now they're both here. Got a 4-5 or matchup. Cleveland's got their star in Donovan Mitchell. The Knicks are playing hard. Jalen Brunson's balling out for them. I think this one's going to 7, man. But I got the Cleveland Cavaliers in 7. And I think Donovan Mitchell, playoff Donovan Mitchell, returns. The rest of that young core that's balling out as well, I like Cleveland in 7 in that series. I got Cleveland.
1: And don't oh, forget, forget the storyline story. where, like, yo, the whole off season for the Knicks, Mitchell, let's go get Donovan Mitchell. And now they're playing him. I feel like Donovan Mitchell's going to go, just go ridiculous. And you got him, Garland, and then the two bigs up there, and Mobley and Jared Allen. I mean, shoot. J- uh, J- a guy like Julius Randle, who doesn't really have, like, you know, a real game. It's just, like, kind of bully ball. And then you're going against those two trees. Inside, I feel like that it's gonna mm-hmm. be hard for Julius Randle to get buckets in this series. Um J- Jalen Brunson, though, Jalen Brunson and those guards over there—that's a crazy matchup. I-, I-, I think this series could even go. I think this series could go as much as Cleveland and to Cleveland in seven. See a world, Julius Randle's getting locked up by those bigs. RJ Barrett—you know—he's super inconsistent. We can't really trust RJ Barrett like that. Brunson's just like the focal point of the defense of the attention. The shoulder load level. I could max straight up five games. I'll take it's worth one or two games alone. And then Cleveland, I don't think, is ready to even beat a team in five yet. If this is you know this group's been around for a little bit longer, it'd be five. They're too young to win
0: a series in five, so they got to go through six. I 100% agree with that. Both of these teams are. They're both, like I said, they're both experienced but inexperienced, if that makes sense. They're inexperienced, but because they have recent playoff experience, unlike how I feel about the high seeds in the West, who I feel like don't have a lot of playoff experience this one's a little bit better. And Cleveland. Now, if Cleveland did not have Donovan Mitchell, I would have said, nah, these teams have like hardly any playoff experiences. But because the Knicks have Jalen Brunson, who's in the Western Conference Finals last year, he knows a little bit about what it's like to win. Donovan Mitchell's been in the playoffs multiple times. Although, like I talked about with Rudy Gobert, comes from Utah. They're used to playoff letdown. Donovan Mitchell has still had some incredible playoff performances. That's why I say they both kind of have their little bit of playoff experience injected into this series in the two rosters that don't have a lot of experience. But I'm still with you. I like Cleveland. I think this one's going to seven, though. I think it's going to be back and forth kind of series, and I like Cleveland in seven. In terms of the rest of the series, like I said, I like Bucks in five. I like Celtics in five. And then I like the Sixers over Brooklyn in six.
1: Yeah, I mean, I want to get to this Boston I was thinking Boston and I, you know i was a little nervous about that at first but then as i thought about it do you remember a couple years ago when miami gave milwaukee troubles and then the next the first round and that series is over in five you know what i mean yeah i thought that was in case where last year miami gave them troubles they meet again and boston was gonna wax them in five it was gonna be like normally the first the first round can get weird if you don't take your opponent if you take your opponent a little bit lightly. And I knew Boston was gonna come in in the first round against Miami, thinking this is the Eastern Conference Finals. And then that from there it's like the mindset's good. The talent like their talent wise is crazy. Like Miami's just not a good team. So you match that intensity. I felt like it was going to be um exactly like that Milwaukee series when oh a lot of people were like, oh this game could be seven. You know beat Milwaukee up a little bit, and then my, Milwaukee just, just killed them. And I was like, no, this ain't like last year anymore. I, I feel like it would have been like that.
0: Yeah, honestly, I, it, it really could be like that. And it's, well, I mean, if, if Atlanta ends up winning this game, and then it'll be the Hawks. And in that case, I think the, the Hawks might be a, a little more scrappy. Like, again, Miami's just, I don't know what the hell happened to them this year. I think everyone's kind of in the same boat on how we all feel about Miami this season. It's like, what the hell happened to this team. But Atlanta could be scrappy. And I think we talked about it very, 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 very briefly when it happened earlier in the season. But I think Quinn Snyder coming in for Atlanta was really good, man. Like that, like that's kind of an underrated hire in the middle of the season, which is kind of weird. But Quinn Snyder's a good coach, man. And kind of fits this young Atlanta team that's that's learning how to win. But either way, your Celtics should, should cruise through that series. Bucks are going to cruise through whoever the heck they play. Whether that's a rematch against Chicago from last year, or it's the Raptors, um, or even Miami or Atlanta for that matter, the Bucks should cruise through that lo- series as well. I would
1: love to see them. I would love to see them go against uh, Toronto, and I feel like Toronto or Miami. I mean, because Miami could still get in, right? If they lose today, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, especially I would like to see them against Toronto because I know Toronto's got a good game plan for Giannis, and just kind of like you know. Make him feel him yeah, a little bit
0: more Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I'm thinking think...
1: down the road, I'm like, I mean, those hits will add up. I'm thinking when Boston plays Milwaukee, whenever, those hits from the first round with, you know, OG and all these dudes on yeah. the raps just banging them up. Uh, uh, that's what I would be hoping for.
0: I think they could, no question. Like if the raps squeeze in, like without a doubt, I think they could cause some havoc. But man, they they ain't be, they, they're not beating Milwaukee, bro. Like that's not, not, like I think they might get one, but I don't know if they get any no, more that's than i against saying. The they're
1: getting, like, they'll get one. Yeah. They'll get one. But but I'm just like it's gonna we'll, be a physical five. Right? Yeah, those, yeah, yeah yes, it, yes. Those hits will add up for when Giannis plays the Celtics because the Celtics beat them up too, and then it's just like It'll be a long three rounds, even though it only went five. You know what I mean?
0: Yep. No, I, I 100% agree with that. 100% agree with that. Yeah, I like the, the Bucks in that series, too. But, yeah, really, really other than that, like, I, I still, like, same thing I said the last two weeks. I think it's going to be Bucks celtics Eastern Conference Finals again. The Sixers have a shot to cause some havoc there. But I, I really do think at the end of this thing, it's going to be Milwaukee or Boston representing the East in June.
1: Yeah, I agree. I hope the Sixers, I mean, I don't give the Nets much of a chance, but, I mean, I was kind of talking myself into it where, like, I'm like, you know, Claxton's my defensive player of the year, but he just didn't get the national attention. Him on Embiid, you got 10,000 wings and Bridges and Cam Johns, dudes just swarming around. I feel like Bridges on Harden or whoever on Harden, Harden's not going to be able to do much. Um, so, like, I could I could see a world where, like, uh, Brooklyn kind of scraps and makes it a, a little interesting, but I'll- that one I can't lie.
0: Oh, I think any of us would. I don't. I don't think either of us. Either of us like the Sixers. Um, again, like this team for Philadelphia to show any sort of progress. I mean, I almost feel like this is like the last straw for this damn team. Like it's so, like for the last like, four. Yeah, seasons, no, Doc been,
1: Rivers is out. Doc Rivers. Yeah, is like
0: out. it has to, man. Like it's just how many times you're gonna give? Are you gonna give them? Right? Like it's been 2019, 2020, 2021. Like it's, been, it's literally been the last like four or five seasons been like, trust the process, trust the process. And then now it's like, yo, you've had a one seed, you've had a two seed, you've had a three seed, you've had a four seed. Like I feel the Sixers have been like every seed at some point in the Eastern Conference and they just haven't broke through anything. If there is a season to break through, for, forget the NBA finals, the Western Conference finals. If they can just break through there, all right. We're seeing some progress here, but they got to do that, which would require them to beat your Boston Celtics, um, which would be a second. That would be a fun second round series if that's the case um, as well. But I think we're both on the same page here with top four seeds moving on. Um, I like the sixes over Brooklyn in six games there. All right. Shall we move on to the year awards here? Um, let's start. Let's start. Hold with... on. Hold
1: on. I, I know we talked about Dallas a little bit last week, but did you see what they did in the last week on that last game?
0: Um, all I heard was they they took out Luca early they had, they
1: were one game out of the plan like if they won they could have been in the plan
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they question would they set out about guys Luca comes in for the first quarter the whole game and it was like a straight-up tank um to not make the game, to keep the tenth pick um well like, Get those guys out when you win and you're in and have Luca stuff going on um scoreboard watch you know what "Oh, I don't want to go in we want to keep our pick I mean that like honestly super luck and I mean like you have a, a super duper stuff right there I mean that's the last because imagine you get in you're gonna have the best player in almost any game you play like why can't Luca go crazy for four, for four games. You know what I mean? Like, if I have Luca, I'm trying to get in and just see what happens because that dude is so good, even though they've had a terrible year. But I just thought punting and, and taking him out and to keep your 10th pick. Like, the 10th pick isn't even, like, what is the 10th pick going to be? Like, Grady Dick? Like, that's not going to change
0: your franchise. Yeah, it's not. Especially when – and this, this is what I said last week, and I, and I stick by it. This has got to be one of the worst – looks I've seen in pro sports of a team making a mid-season trade to go all in for a championship and it ends up being they go all out of the playoffs it was like I haven't seen it I haven't seen one before
1: do you remember two a couple years ago when Atlanta was in the Eastern Conference Finals and then it's like the Finals False hope, like so, oh, we're only one piece away. But like in reality, they were, Atlanta was super lucky to be in that Eastern Conference Finals. Um had one good series. So, especially to me, I think they kind of got like thought they were better. Than, you know, some of the last four teams standing.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, that's very true. But like, like I, when I'm thinking about it too, it's like if that if Dallas got in, you're telling me, um, Luca against Jokic in the first round matchup would have been sick. Like I'm just well, I'm I mean, thinking about that too. Like that, like seeing him go
1: bonkers against the and go forty point triple double, after and by himself make that series go six. Right? Yep. He's had yep. he made that series go six by himself. With Porzingis being hurt and whatever. Now you telling me kind of one, two get like, you know, I, I could talk to myself. I know they've been trash, but like, it's the playoffs, man. You do. You do. It's just, just who I can't believe they did. Like, not yeah, even
0: give,
1: give your guy a chance. That's all I'm saying. Just give, let your guy get a chance.
0: I don't know who's, whose call that was, but Who's that? Whoever's call that was, man. That's a really, that's a really bad look. Honestly, I'm with you. Like you're trying to compete and make the playoffs, and instead you're like, now nah, we'll get the 10th pick. It's a bad look. It's a bad look on a team, like I said, that tried to make a championship run and they very much did not. So I don't know, man. The Mavs, the Mavs, arguably the biggest, the biggest L of the entire season when when looking back at it. But hey, man, they're they're not here. During the draft lottery, I guess. I don't I don't know, man. I don't, I don't think Luca or Kyrie's showing up to that. I don't know who the hell is representing the Mavericks at that. Cuban, probably. Um, all right. Let's head let's head to the awards. Where do you want to start? I'll start six
1: men of the year. I got a lot to say about this.
0: I, of course, because your boy Brogdon is in the is in the, the conversation. There's so no I'll, let, I'll let you go ahead because I, I you got way more to say about these awards. I'm not even gonna lie to you there's no way Brogdon
1: should not win six man of the year. What is a six man of the year? It's the dude that is the best reserve. Brogdon has not started a single game this year and is averaging the stats. He averages on the second best team in the league quickly. All of a sudden all this hype because he was going off while Brun and quickly was starting and numbers were going crazy. Um, but starting half of these games, um, the, we're talking off-the-bench production. Malcolm Brogdon is the sixth man of the year on the better playing better basketball in the sixth man it like It's like quickly just started for Brunson when he was out, quickly went off while he was starting, putting up crazy numbers. But that's not the award, man. This award should be sixth man of the year. And I can't believe he um, got all that new
0: Yeah, no, I knew I knew where you were going with that. Malcolm Brogdon, for sure. Um, I got him when he's sixth man of the year. Like, I can't really speak much too quickly, but, like, all I can say for Brogdon is we knew he was going to make an impact. I remember way back when they made that trade, and we both kind of looked at him. We're like, damn, like, Malcolm Brogdon is going to be a nice addition. So, I'm with you. I can't really, I'm not going to, like, you know, stay here and, like, act like I have, like, much of, a, much of an analysis on this prediction, but I'm going to go with Malcolm Brogdon as well on this one.
1: I mean, I'm 100% there. I can't believe quickly's even a favorite. Um, most improved is always a... It's so random. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Last year, John wins most improved. Good. You know what I mean? John went the route from very good to great last year. So he wins the most improved player. Then the other years, you have dudes that are going from basically nothing to good that win the award. You know what I'm saying? So this year's candidates, it's Laurie Markkinen, who went from average player to all-star, and then you have SGA going from all-star to really, really good, like elite. You know what I'm saying? So if it followed last year's billing, SGA would win, right? But then other years when Siakam wins it, it was nothing to good player in case of Markkinen. So it's like I swear they just pick and choose which way they want to go with it. Um, But based off of last year, you give it to SGA.
0: But yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Marketing is the favorite and they've gone the marketing route in other years. I can't tell you why marketing is a favorite, but honestly, you can't go wrong with either of these guys.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's li- literally a toss up every time and I I probably would have won SGA2 based off of last year as well. Um but I haven't really watched much of marketing either this year, but I'll I'll take your word for it and probably say marketing will end up winning, but I kind of want the SGA route too. Um, let's go. Let's go. Rookie of the year here. This one's an easy one, I think, for the both of us to kind of choose here. This one I know for sure. I think who's going to win this one? Paulo's been outstanding all year um, for Orlando. Dude's just been a beast since the beginning of the season, and really just was kind of like that. All he was consistent all year long. So, yeah. and I can't really see anyone else that's really touched him. Yeah, Paulo's been fantastic. And
1: it it was year. crazy because he w- he literally had it locked up in the first month. And we predict it's dipped, never stayed. happened been like cast a huge push at the end, and the same with Jalen Williams. I mean, what kind of talking Jalen that but it was so we're talking about fellows,
0: yeah, no, 100%. 100%. That but. No, Paulo, Paulo's going to win Rookie of the Year for sure. Um, coach of the Year, this another one. Like, this is a no-brainer for me. You take a team to the playoffs in your first season, and this franchise has not been to the postseason in 16 years. Mike Brown. If Mike Brown does not win Coach of the Year, this would be an absolute travesty. I don't even know what other coach might have a shot. Maybe Michael Malone. May like, literally, I don't know, maybe Bick or Staff. Like, I, I literally can't pick anyone else who would who would win this. It has to be Mike Brown, bro. It takes the Sacramento Kings to the three seed. Bro, come on. Mike Brown, coach of the year.
1: Um, The way it started off, it was looking like it would have been uh, Missoula, but they kind of hit a rough patch. Oh, Missoula.
0: But... Oh, I'm an idiot. I'm, you <laughs> know, Missoula. For... I'm actually so dumb. Yes. Joe Missoula is 100% in that conversation, too.
1: Um, But, you know, I'm, I'm cool with Mike Brown. I mean, that's this is like, I can't even, like, you know, the playoffs, I was, I was in freaking preschool, you know, so.
0: That's, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, it's like, the Kings in the playoffs, like, does not seem like, does not seem real. But I love it. I love when, I love when teams break a drought and they make a, play. like, seeing Sacramento, like, seeing a playoff game in Sacramento on Saturday night is going to be mental. You know what I'm saying? Like, seeing these I heard fans. They got and- the
1: most expensive tickets of all time.
0: It's it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy for Sacramento, out of all places. Um, but nah, it's it's gonna be nuts, man. And seeing seeing that fan base be like that in the postseason, like it's gonna be crazy. First time in a really long time. Like it's that that's how it's like. Like when the when the Detroit Lions host the playoff game, dude, that's gonna be insan- insanity. Like they haven't won the division in like was it, maybe twenty thirty years. It's been like I love when teams. The, we said that about Buffalo two years ago when they made the playoffs for the first time. And in almost like Sacramento, I think it was like 15, 16 years. I love seeing teams break long playoff droughts and get into the playoffs, especially when they get to host the game. It's cool, man. It's really cool, especially when, like you just said, for these, some of these teams, we haven't experienced these teams make the playoffs and host the playoffs. So it's going to be a cool experience for sure
1: yeah no I mean 100% deserved man 100% deserved which ones are we missing right now
0: MVP yeah. AV, we, did, we did six man that was your boy Brock yeah. it's just uh, d deploy and MVP d Poy. let's hit the d first because
1: this could go all over the place I think Jaron Jackson gets a lot of the like attention because he gets so many blocks um my guy was Nick Claxton for the most of the year. I mean, after Kate got traded and those guys got traded, nobody started, were watching Brooklyn anymore, so I understand that. Brooke Lopez, it's crazy how he's trans he's now a defensive anchor because he gets a lot a lot of blocks. Um and then the third name I wanted to throw in was Evan Mobley, who might not be a defensive player, doesn't get the same kind of blocks as those other guys do, but he contests every single shot. So, I mean, I mean, you, you can't go wrong with any of those guys. But I think Jaron Jackson will end up winning. And I don't feel great about it because Jaron Jackson, half the time is in foul trouble because he goes, he goes for so many blocks. You know what I mean? So, we've been talking about that for a while. He's either getting a blocker. I don't know how I feel about it. I think I would if it was my pick. But I think Jaron Jackson will win.
0: I'm, I'm going to go Brooke Lopez, honestly, from the times that I've actually watched him this year. Dude's balled out. Um, he's been really big for Milwaukee this year, so I'll take I'll take Brooke Lopez for for poi
1: All right, let's do it, man. MVP, the one that everybody's been waiting for.
0: Is there, I think I after mean, get, last week, after last week, it might be Embiid.
1: Yeah, because he had that, you know, big game against the Celtics. And Jokic was sitting out. I mean, because Jokic doesn't care. I mean, to be honest, Embiid cares the most. Um, I, I really don't want him to win though. He's my last choice for this award. He just but, like I love his game. I think he's so good, but he just bugs me so much, man. He's just like always falling and complaining and stuff. I mean, to be honest, I honestly think it should be honest. Talked about last year. He's the best player in the league. He's on the. He's the best team it should be him. And I think Jokic is averaging a triple double almost. He's 9.8 assists. Basically averaging a triple double as a center. And that's that's freaking ridiculous. Um and then Embiid's leading the league in scoring. So like yeah, I mean you honestly can't go wrong with any of these guys.
0: You you really can't. And like I like I said last week, man, at this point I just think it's it's just a joke honestly when you think of the MVP, it's the same guys every single time. So I'm gonna pick Embiid. Like I said, the, the, the last game that he had, he dropped fifty plus. Like, it, like that was just disgusting. So I'm gonna say him. But like honestly, it doesn't really matter. Like every year, like I said, Jokic, Embiid, Jokic, Embiid. Like it's like at this point, it really doesn't matter who it is. It's whoever wins wins. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'll, I'll take Joel Embiid for MVP though. Um, that's
1: I mean, at the end of the day, I know Giannis is more the finals MVP so no question that's, no that's question. where I'll leave it at and I'm, I'm being kind of placed for the personal war, awards more than yeah and that's and
0: that's and that's why the Sixers haven't made the Western Conference Finals that's you you literally just said earlier right there. there's a reason why Milwaukee finds themselves in Conference Finals and NBA Finals and the Sixers do not
1: and mind you Chris Middleton wasn't even Chris Middleton this year so
0: yep that's I mean that's who
1: this this should be a fun, fun playoffs,
0: man. It should be. It, it really should be. And this this Heat Hawks game's kind of getting a uh, a little close, like uh, you I knew said. It. Yeah, kinda. a little close. Hawks up by six in the middle of the third quarter. So that that one's getting a little a little interesting now. Um, while uh, we're at it, there. Hey, you gotta f- let's make a final pick. Final pick, Yeah, I think we I think we kind of have to. Think we kind of have to. All right, go for it.
1: Boston Clippers. Boston Ooh. is a championship.
0: Ooh. Well, yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised you're making that pick.
1: For, forwards galore. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Kawhi, Paul George. Forwards galore.
0: Um, I got the Clippers coming out of the West as well, but I'm going to take the Milwaukee Bucks. I think Boston making it back-to-back years, I don't know about that. That's a it could go either way. Like they got enough to be Milwaukee. Milwaukee's got enough to be Boston. Like that series could go either way. And that worry, that's gonna be a lengthy two weeks when and if that series happens. Um, but I got the Bucs and the Clippers. I'm I honestly have no idea who the hell I think is gonna win the title out of those two right now. But I got Bucs and Clippers in the NBA finals.
1: That's crazy. We're both done. they could lose in the first round, but
0: they could lose in the first round. But I, I'm telling you, if it's not the Clippers. Phoenix, Golden State, or LA. One of the the Clippers, LA Clippers. Like, I can't see two. that.
1: My thing with Golden State is, I mean,
0: I know they can make a run, but like, shoot, just, like, just if, you can't if ever it, count them out. No, you can't know, ever I count know. them out. They're like if, your Patriots, man. Like, what what they but, used to be. Like, you just you cannot count them out.
1: Last year they were not supposed to be in there. You know what I'm and saying? And then they made so, it. So it's like I need. It's got to even out a little bit where it's like, yo, they won one they weren't supposed to. Now they're gonna. You, know, you don't have... think
0: you don't think they could get there this year with a six seed?
1: No, they, they definitely can. But you can't. There you, can't, there you go. Two years in a row where they're not even supposed to be there. Like that's that would be. Crazy.
0: But they but they're the Warriors. How many how many times did we say that about the Patriots? Oh, they're doomed. Brady's too old. Blah blah. And yet they kept doing it. The Warriors are the same. As long as that core is there of Steph, Clay, and Dre. No, but and it's at man. the helm. Different. I don't think so. I don't because think so. Man. You can't ever swear. count them out.
1: No, I'm not counting them out at all. I'm just saying the Patriots were the one seed. They're finishing with the best record in the NFL or top whatever record. By the fair end enough. of it, they're always the favorites. I'm saying fair enough. Last year, Golden State was probably fifth or sixth favorite in the league. You know what I'm saying? Not even, maybe even right. They were not, not supposed to make the championship. They were they skipped four or five teams supposed to be ahead of them same with this tier they're not even in the top five in favorites of winning the championship you know what i'm saying so they're not supposed to be there if they do it again it's like okay like this is like nobody's counting them out but i'm saying like they're not the favorites the way the patriots were
0: you know what i mean no 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 no. you you do make a valid point with that but i'm just saying like and I'm, i'm not saying like i said i'm picking the clippers Right to come out of the West. I'm not saying the war like I am picking the Warriors of the West. I'm just saying like if it's not the Clippers, I'd probably I'd probably if, bet on the Suns or the Warriors to come out of the West.
1: If Golden State makes it again, man, just get rid of the whole regular season. It just proves how little that thing
0: matters. <laughs> I'm saying the NBA regular season really doesn't. It really does not matter very often. Yeah. No, you're 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 damn right about that. righty, Final thoughts before the first round kicks off
1: after man we're gonna watch some of these games now tonight and tomorrow night then we gotta wait till saturday um to get this thing really on the road
0: yeah oh exactly exactly should be good we'll get game one and maybe a game two of some sort after by the time we jump on next week so enjoy the first week at nba playoffs folks and of course don't forget to give us a follow on instagram and twitter for more sports news and analysis and for the next two three months or so we got NBA playoff talk coming your way. So anytime you want some takes on the NBA playoffs, you know, where to, you know where to catch us on the island. So we'll see y'all next week. Enjoy the games this weekend. Thank you for listening to another episode of Baller Island. Keep it locked and stay tuned. We got a lot more sports content coming your way. And don't forget to give Baller Island a follow on Instagram and Twitter for more sports news and analysis.